You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode 88. That's kind of step one of finding someone that you can learn from. You can turn decades into days by understanding how they uh, were able to succeed in an area that you want to succeed in. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We are back at it again, Rhino Nation. My name is Brent Daniels, and here at Wholesaling Inc., we deliver you the absolute best real estate wholesaling content on the planet. So get ready, because we are aiming a flamethrower of actionable items right into your ears today. Joining me on the podcast is a professional wholesaler with absolutely outstanding knowledge he will be sharing today. From the Peach State, the architect of Atlanta, Brandon Barnes. Say hello to Rhino Nation. Hey, how's it going, Brent, man? I am doing excellent. I am doing very well. I am really excited um, for you to share today. You know, it is our responsibility to examine a deal uh, you've done recently and bring as much value to our listeners as possible. Fair enough? Yes, yes. I'm ready, pumped up, and ready to give you guys uh, some great information from some deals we're doing down here in Georgia. Excellent. So uh, why don't you just give us a little bit of background? We won't spend too much time with it because we know we've you've been on the podcast before. You're an absolute force to be reckoned with in uh, Georgia. So kind of give us a little bit of background and then we'll get into the uh, the nitty gritty. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, the, the, the first time I was on, I was really just getting uh, going. I had done some good deals. Uh, I've been in the Investor Grid, the Wholesaling Inc. Uh, tribe, Rhino Nation, circa May of 2016. So um, actually, I've only been in the tribe for about a year, introduced to wholesaling earlier that January by a fellow tribe member. Prior to that, I had spent all of my uh, professional career in corporate America mm-hmm. and was fired. fired had the perfect opportunity to jump into uh, this wonderful business that we're in um, and with uh, some great mentors such as yourself, such as Tom, <laughs> um, such as Cody and, and my buddy Daryl Patterson uh, here in Atlanta, um, I was able to really understand uh, the, the basics of the wholesaling business, You know, follow step-by-step on how to get my first deal done, I think, in about uh, March of 2016, and the rest is history, you know. Excellent. And I know just just speaking with you off of the uh, the podcast here that you have made some big changes in your business in the way that you are sourcing and finding deals. Will you kind of take us through the evolution of how you started to find deals when you started and and where you're at now and what is the best sources that you're using right now to get as many deals as possible? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I started off just as everybody does, I mean, for the most part, you know, uh, bird dogging, driving around, driving for dollars, and then initially sending 
um, eventually sending out postcards, a lot of direct mail, um, you know, which has its ups and downs, but is always a, a good baseline and staple for any successful wholesaler. I was, you know, soaking up all the knowledge uh, from Tom uh, at the time, and then also listening uh, to a few other uh, rock stars that are out there, such as Joe McCall um, and a guy uh, by the name of Rick Ginn. But I think he's he's been on this podcast. Uh, had been talking with with Joe about probate. So my first beginning six months, um, most of my deals were just doing probate letters, and I still do those today. But when I heard, actually, when I saw a Facebook post from yourself about what you were doing in Phoenix with cold calling, it was completely mind blowing. You know, it, it was absolutely amazing the numbers of deals that you were doing. Uh, with the price per uh, response or price per seller interaction, using cold calling at a much cheaper rate and a much higher contact rate. It was just simply amazing. And I've been following what you've been doing um, since about September, October of 2016. And now I have my own, you know, five actually about to hire the sixth prospect or cold caller. Uh, who are calling for me 40 plus hours each and every week uh, to find deals and go directly to the source. We're playing offense over here. Um, and I'm primarily uh, cold calling, brother, just like you. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm doing that. And, and my probate letters are still going out. But um, I have completely kind of done a, done a 180 and, and started marching in a different direction as far as cold calling. And it's the best decision I've ever made. We have so many smoking hot leads. And we've already closed deals and, 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 and many more under contract. That is absolutely incredible. You had started out just making calls yourself, and now you are at six people making calls for you. Is that right? Yeah. So we oh. have five currently hiring the six and, and training a potential uh, candidate. So yes, it, we, we are. Uh, and, I got, and I got that number directly from you. I, you know, seeing your post um, within the tribe. And, and reaching out to you, understand, you know, how your numbers were. Uh, you're such a go-giver. You told me about, you know, what what amount of hours dialed uh, would be necessary to exceed, uh, uh, you know, to achieve the, the results. And I went out and did it, man. I, you know, it was a scary leap at first, but best decision I ever made following this crazy man named Brent Daniels out of Phoenix. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you what I and, and I appreciate the the crazy man there. It is it has been absolutely life changing in our business, uh, in my personal life, to get on the phones and uh, TTP to talk to people. And in our tribe, for all those listening, we have a very specific model that we follow to get to have as many good quality conversations with motivated sellers as possible. So that is what Brandon is referring to. And it is just incredible how much action he has, take, he has taken on it. And it is only building up his pipeline. He's already getting deals done through just reaching out directly to the homeowners. So let's, let's, let's get very specific, Brandon. Let's, let's take a deal that you've done where you have gotten a list Tell me what list you called from. Tell me who you talked to. Tell me the process. Tell me how long, how long it took. Uh, what did you say to him? Let's just let's start with a, a specific deal and let's go from there. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, to get going, 
Uh, I actually, when this was just, when I was still a one-man band cold calling, and that, and that may have been February, March of this year, we're now in July, and I was I was driving for dollars, just looking for vacant homes, as you would, and having those uh, addresses skip trace. Um, and, and I'm going to go back to this, to my very first cold calling deal for a reason. And I'll tell you kind of what we're doing now, how that's changing, so what, what type of one, results we're one, getting. One second, Brandon. So you drove the streets, you found the worst houses on the streets, you wrote down the address, and then you got their phone numbers and you called them. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, perfect. All right. And, 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 and with that, a lot of uh, help, I must say, uh, goes to... Um, my virtual assistant in the Philippines, Tom, Tom Crow, taught me how to kind of get that set up and, and hire and find good talent to help outsource things. So um, though I still do uh, a lot of kind of front end stuff, I have a great support system. And, and that's what this has all been about you know, with Tom and, and talking about automation and um, making sure that you're actually running a business. So um, enough of that. Getting back to the deal. So uh, this one, and I'm going to go back to this very first one because it, it let me know that this was real, that you were real, and, and <laughs> TTP was the way to go uh, because it was so smoking hot motivation-wise. But the only way I got through the front door was by cold calling and speaking to her directly. So as a homeowner... Um, here in the Decatur, Atlanta area, which is pretty close to downtown, pretty hot area. And the homeowner had a mortgage on the home of, let's say, 95 grand or so. Okay. And, you know, after finding the contact info, my VA gives me over the number and I'm, I'm just dialing through all of these potential uh, sellers. And I come across uh, this lady who, who tells me, you know, that she's had this rental property for years, though it's been vacant for uh, almost a year uh, because of some of the repairs it needed. There was a tree in the yard. Um, she didn't want to put a new tenant in there because the tree had died and uh, it was going to be so much money to cut up so that she just left it vacant and continued to pay the mortgage, which was, you know, around $800, $900 a month. Oh, so... She's just sitting here burning money mm -hmm. on this home, and we I just built a, a great kind of rapport with her over the phone. You know, she was very open, and, you know, I, I just introduced myself and, and told her that I was interested in purchasing some homes in the area, and would she be interested in, in, in discussing an offer on our property? From there, you know, uh, the relationship had started. I came out, I, I uh, met her at the property, continued to build that rapport, um, and I actually you know, the, the numbers were so tight with that high mortgage balance that she had that, you know, I told her, hey, you know, you may have to come to the table with uh, some money to make this transaction go through because my offer was closer to 90 grand uh, and she owed 95 on the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so when you get a seller like this that actually has to bring money to the table to sell their house. She, 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 she didn't make any money initially selling her house. She'll save money over time because she won't need to pay that, that mortgage, uh, monthly mortgage bill. But it was such a high level motivation that for her to actually bring money to the table where she had been receiving two to three postcards 
you know, every other day in the mail for years. But she took a chance with me by hearing my voice over the phone, knowing that I was a real person speaking to her. Um, and, and we built that relationship up front. And I would not have gotten to, I would have just been another postcard in, in a stack uh, on her kitchen table, as she told me, had I not picked up the phone and called her. Uh, from from beginning to end, from start to close, that deal took maybe uh, three, three weeks, three or four weeks. Um, got her under contract, like I said, um, and, and was able to assign that contract. I think I made close to five grand on it. And, and that was only because, you know, she was so motivated that she brought money to the table and I, and I would not have ever gotten a hold of her if I had not picked up the phone and called her. Incredible. So let, let me ask you this, Brandon. So in Phoenix here, when we're talking to people, it is a very common dialogue that they say, I have a whole drawer full of letters and postcards and all sorts of different mail from investors. but. Because I talk to you, I'm going to sell it to you. Does that happen to you? All the time. All the time. People, people will show me. They'll bring out a grocery bag. Oh yeah. Uh, of, of postcards and, and show me. Um, and it's actually kind of fun to look at what everybody else is mailing out. <laughs> um, but I laugh because I'm not uh, really playing that game anymore. I, I may do some some direct mail, but name of the game is talk to people, man. That's uh, right. You really. You've really championed um, a new a new strategy that's just completely, you know, dominating in my area, and I'm sure as well as yours. Absolutely. And so, how much did they have? How much did she have to come in with to close the deal? Five thousand. Five thousand. So, when you're looking at this, she had a she had a mortgage payment between eight hundred and nine hundred. She let it sit there for a year vacant. That's ten thousand dollars that she threw away on a property that was sitting there completely vacant. It was just draining her. And you came along and you were able to provide the solution to stop the bleeding, right? And oh, she and and, and, she, and she took advantage of it. She came to the table with with um, with some funds and you. You sold this property, or did you assign it? Did you take it down? What was the what was your exit strategy? I assigned this at a buyer uh, that was really big on that neighborhood. Um, I didn't want. I think the margin were too slim for me to consider to uh, do a rehab on this property. Um, but you know, when people, when buyers have those certain you know areas that they really love deals they'll take chances on it because I, I honestly think it was a very very slim deal i mean that's why she had to take uh bring money to the table to get it closed sure. uh, it was so slim yeah th- th- it was uh, a pretty quick process beginning to end and um she actually has a testimonial video that is now on my website. That is ATL awesome. Now. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how much money did so, you make on the deal? Um, that one, I made about 5k. Okay. Awesome. Um, and, and I, I really wanted to help her out. I didn't, you know, I would have been fine just making a few grand on it, but I locked it up at a price that I knew that it would sell. And, um, I had two buyers actually that were, that were interested in it. Like I said, the guys that I knew, uh, wanted that area. Um, he, he offered a little bit higher and I was able to make five, uh, on it. So and you were um, you were able to help her get out of that situation. Exactly. She she was there definitely very grateful um you know hence the um willing to 
serve as a prop on my website. But that's what I really love is being able to, you know, establish relationships with homeowners um, just by talking to people, uh, you know, keeping their uh, values uh, and what they want mm-hmm. uh, kind of in first position um, and being able to, to perform where others can't. Excellent. And you know what? I do not, you deserve the Liberty Bell. I've got like a diner bell here for you. So I apologize for the weakness of this bell, but I'm going to ring it for you anyway. Listen, it's not as dramatic as Tom and Cody's. I get it. Okay. Everybody listening, just bear with me. Someday I'll get a bigger one. But uh, Brandon, it, what advice, right? As we, as we finish out this uh, podcast, what advice would you give to a new wholesaler just starting out? There's a lot of people listening. There's a lot of people that want to get into this business. They see that it is an incredible way to make just a fortune. You know, what advice would you give somebody starting out? I mean, the main advice that I would give someone is to find a good mentor. Go out. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, a mentor, you know, may, you may, there, there's value for value. Uh, nothing in this world is free. You know, the, the money that I spent to join the tribe was the best you know money I ever spent, honestly, because it really created a whole new lifestyle for me and my wife and, and our, our, our young boys. So um, that's kind of step one of finding someone that you can learn from. You can turn decades into days by understanding how they uh, were able to succeed in an area that you want to succeed in. Um, that's step one. Uh, but a, a quick caveat, and, and, and I think I might have even said this last time, you know, aside from, of course, being able to talk to people, being authentic um, and make, making sure that you're doing uh, right by the individuals that you're working with, the sellers, the homeowners, know your buyers as well. Know, know the buyers that you are working with um, because they are also, they're one of your main, they kind of are your customers um, in, in actuality. Uh, is knowing what your buyers want, you know, being able to find those types of deals uh, will definitely help you maximize and make more money with uh, the inventory and the opportunity. Oh, I know that's kind of like three it. things. Sorry I love about it. that. But, no, I love it. Uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, and real quick, I just want to to recap here. And 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 I just want to get a little bit more information. I know that I said I was closing this thing out, but so you've got you've got people calling forty hours a week right now. How does your pipeline look? How many leads you are you getting? And how does your next ninety days to the end of the year look for you? Hmm. Yeah, asking some real serious questions there. That, that's it. Let's let's give um, let's give value here. I mean, everybody wants to know. Okay, I get it. You you started out. You were driving for dollars. You wrote down the addresses. You got the phone numbers. You were calling them yourself. But Brandon, you're incredible. You know, you're 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 the guy. I I I could never do that. You know. But then all of a sudden, wait. But he's he's training other people to do it in his business. What is? How does that look? How is he doing? How is his business doing now? These are the questions running through the minds of our listeners. I know it. But yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I got I got uh, kind of the gist of it. I mean, you know, for me starting out and and being you know a solopreneur, if you will. You know, it can be it can be daunting, but the the tools and the tips and tricks that I got from this tribe 
on how to make this a business kind of first and foremost, um, knowing, you know, when to outsource some of these activities that has, that has really catapulted me into actually feeling like I'm running a business. If I need a day to spend with my kids, I can do that because I have uh, systems and people in place to continue pushing the ball down the field. But starting out initially, and I can um, I can share this information with everyone, um, mainly because of uh, your go-giving mentality. Um, <laughs> you know, Brent gave me a kind of a phone prospecting results, kind of a KPI tracker for cold calling, because this was completely new to me. Um, so I can go back and look at um, all of the hours dialed, the contacts made, uh, contacts per hour, and the number of leads that we've generated on a weekly basis. And my, my virtual assistant updates that for me. So we have currently three deals under contract. Mind you, we started this in May 1. I started with this team in May 1. So this mm-hmm. is the third month. We have three deals under contract. Um, three deals that have closed, uh, a few offers out there, and we, we might have landed. We're we're working on the biggest deal that I've ever uh, encountered. Uh, it's a twelve property portfolio of homes and and really good areas for wholesaling. And then two of the t- uh, two of the twelve homes are are for rentals uh, in, in, a, in another very nice area here in Atlanta. And um, all of this through cold calling. If that kind of gives you a brief yes, snapshot, that is too much into no, the that that is incredible. Absolutely incredible, Brandon. Thank you so much for 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 being open with um, with the Rhino Tribe, and um, we really appreciate all the value that you guys uh, that that you gave, guys. If you if you, Listen to this podcast again and again and again. There is so much value here, okay? And we believe, here, here's the thing. This is something that I believe. It's something that that is a belief in the tribe, that you are just one conversation away from absolutely changing your life, okay? And listen, I would love to help. Just go to right. wholesaling.com backslash Brent and book a call with me, okay? We'll have a quick chat. And if, if I like what you have to say, we might just invite you into the tribe. And we will see you next time. Brandon, thank you so much. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.